welcome to our first episode of the Holistically You podcast. We are your hosts, Brooke Lauer and Tracy Murray. Hello, everyone. Hey, Tracy. Hello, Brooke. How are you? Good. How are you? Very good. We've just come off a long weekend here in Adelaide and it has been fab. Um, No soccer this weekend, thank God. So it was (laughs) nice to just spend some family time um, and it really just fills up that cup, doesn't it? It does. I need to fill my cup up. So <laughs> what, we're, what we're going to do today, Ronnie, is we're just going to get to know both of us. So I'm going to start um, with you, Tracy. So mm-hmm. tell me a bit more about what you do. Well, I am the founder of and sleep consultant at Holistic Sleep Mama. Um I have been running that page, that business really, um, for two and a half, nearly three years now. Wow. Time flies. Um, Oh, yes. And what really got you into it? Uh, Otis, my first son. (laughs) Um, I was obviously thrown into motherhood. I had no idea what I was doing and he didn't like sleep. Um, so I obviously went into the depths of sleep deprivation and me right now. Yes. I'm like, hurry up Wednesday so I can. I know (laughs) our consultation is coming up. Um, yeah. And you know, like many other mums who are up at all hours of the morning, I was scrolling the internet, looking for help. And I was just, I just kept finding information that either didn't sit well with my parenting philosophy or, it was contradicting yeah. to other things I'd read and I was just confused and just couldn't find the support I needed slash wanted. And so a bit of a fire ignited in my belly. Um, and that's when Holistic Sleep Mama was born. I then studied to become a sleep consultant whilst I was on maternity leave. I think Otis was about three or four months old when I started studying. Wow. And so he was my guinea pig, really. He was, yeah, my little guinea pig. And things went really well. And I, he was responding. I was good at it. And then I started helping friends. And then I went, right, let's take a leap of faith and create a business. And honestly, I was shocked at how fast it took off. I'm obviously extremely grateful, um, but I was shocked. And here we are now. I'm as busy as ever and it's I've helped so many beautiful families and it's such an honor. That's so awesome. Yeah. Um, and what do you feel like really makes you different from everyone else? Well I certainly look at sleep obviously in a holistic view because it's not just about self-settling to me and it's not also just about being on a routine it is really there's just so many aspects to sleep you know it's it's about creating the foundations it's about associations it's about development it's about their health then it's about routine and and settling and resettling and those kind of things so I really like to look at the bigger picture um one of the big things as well that sets me apart from other sleep consultants is I do not do the crowd out method. I do not do controlled crying and I do not cap my support period for families. So like other sleep consultants who will support you for two or three weeks and then you're on your own or you have to pay for more support periods. I keep this completely open-ended for all my clients who have the one-on-one consultations because I simply 
believe and know that each family is unique and every family needs a different kind of support period. So I really don't want to stress families out and have them on a time limit or anything like that. We just take it one step at a time and I'm always there when they need. That's amazing that yeah. you've got that service available so people can just keep coming back and asking you questions, especially when something doesn't work. You don't want to just be left in the lurk. Exactly. And that's what, ha- that what, that's what does happen to some families is they come to me after working with other sleep consultants and they say, like, the two weeks was over and we felt that was it. just abandoned, basically, and that was it. And we had to just keep paying for more, for more support. And it's just, it's just rubbish yep. <laughs> to <laughs> me anyway. <laughs> Yes. And so tell me, Brooke, how did you get into naturopathy? Oh, well, I was actually quite young. I enrolled myself at 17. Right? Wow, 17. To degree. Yes, I know. Um, I got really sick as a teenager and I even had my tonsils removed and I just kept getting sick and sick. And mm. I went into a naturopath. They said I was zinc and vitamin C deficient and I went on some supplements and voila after being sick for five years had surgeries and stuff nothing made me better it was just so frustrating like are you kidding me like I Mm. had to have a supplement over a surgery what is wrong with this world I can't like I have to I want to I want to know more yeah yeah so it really kind of sparked that fire in you yeah definitely and I was so really health orientated and obviously I'm still really health orientated but back then I really loved health but didn't really quite understand I guess to the complexity that I do know now Mm. Yes, of course. Oh, beautiful. And so how how many years does it take to become a naturopath and what does it involve? Well, it takes four years in a degree, but that is um, that is doing six subjects a semester. So it's quite full on. The average yeah. is about four subjects a semester for degrees. So it does usually take a bit longer for families to do that um, and individuals especially when you're running a family and household Mm. but um because the frustrating thing with naturopathy is it's actually not a registered health profession and so what that means is you could call yourself an naturopath and people would go see you right so you don't have to have a degree behind you to call yourself to call yourself a naturopath because it's not registered that's why you always need to make sure you know the naturopath you're seeing making sure they've got a degree behind them because they might have done a little diploma for a few months and then they've right. just called themselves a naturopath. So that's really frustrating because yeah. I see 70% of my clientele have already seen naturopaths in the past. But it's like, really, what does that word really mean? Yeah, totally. Oh, that's so interesting. I did not know that. That's yeah. a little bit scary, actually. Because obviously, you, yeah, you go to someone expecting them to be knowledge. professional and be an expert, yep. but they actually may not be. Yep, exactly right. That's, that's how I feel. So. Um, tell me about your family. Right. So I have my husband, Paul. We've been together eight, is it? <laughs> Eight-ish <laughs> years. <laughs> um, and we have two boys together. So we have Otis, who's three and a half, and Casper, who is one and a half now. And they are nutcases. Well, Casper's probably more so than nutcase. Otis is our sweetheart. He's, he's in that. The whole tantrum stage, big emotions. I'm, I'm the boss type situations. Um, 
you know, sometimes it's like talking to a brick wall. Um, so he drives me nuts, but in a different way to the way Casper drives me nuts. He, Casper is an absolute wild child. He has bright red hair. So that's probably, you know, it's in his, it's, it's in his soul basically to be a wild child. Um, but he's that kid that we have had to baby gate our house. So we've got a baby gate on the kitchen. We had to have a baby gate around the Christmas tree. Um, <laughs> we have had to put the safety um, covers in all the um, power plugs because it plays with them. We've had to put locks on the bathroom cabinets. Um, we have to shut the bathroom door constantly because he puts things in the toilet. Oh, God. Oh, this kid does not stop. I'm literally, I think I save his life probably about two or three times a day. Um, yeah, I've aged dramatically since he has <laughs> come into this world. Oh, it just was never like that. He, he was just he was calm and he, he kind of still is calm apart from his big emotions. You know, yeah. he was never that kid that got into the DVDs or the, the cords or anything like that. He didn't care. He didn't even care about the, well, he liked the Christmas tree, but he wouldn't try and pull it over like Casper did. Um, yeah. It, it, uh, he gave, definitely gave me a false sense of um, what's that word? Security when it come to, came to motherhood, because yeah, when Casper joined us, he, rocked our world and continues to rock our world every single day every minute of the day <laughs> lucky you I oh. remember when I was a child I um my parents tell me this very vividly and I actually remember doing it one of my first ever memories I um I had crayons and I shoved them down the um down the drain and the oh, drain didn't no. work anyone to get a plumber out and oh dear I loved, I loved every yeah. minute and it felt so good um so tell our listeners about you and your family well I've got two kids too lucky us no I know two mamas two kid mamas I'm like no thank you (laughs) (laughs) I've got one boy and one girl so I've got Indy who's two and a half and I'm struggling with her she doesn't sleep she doesn't eat she doesn't listen She doesn't get in a car seat. And then I've got Sterling. He's that that great age, eight months. I like the one-year-old age. They're, like, independent enough that you can, like, they just chill and they're not, like, they don't Mm. talk back. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're talking back. Oh, God. He's he's great. Yeah. And, yeah, so just those two. And then my partner, um, we actually started dating a couple months before I got pregnant with Indy. So I haven't been together for too long, only three years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. that's us. Beautiful. And did you recently move to Queensland or have you been up there a while? Yeah, we recently moved to Queensland. We, uh, well, we originally met Liam and I in the Gold Coast and then mm-hmm. we moved to Adelaide for Liam's work and we recently just moved back up here just because I've been struggling a lot with the two kids and really needed some more support and my family live here and, it's yeah, it's been really good. Oh, beautiful. Do you live close to your family? Um, yeah, 20-minute drive, um, yeah. which is really good. Um, I think nothing brings you closer um, than when you have kids. You don't realise how much support you need and it's really good to ask for that help when you need it and really realise it before it's too late. Mm, Yeah, I'm big on encouraging mums to reach out for help before they have that breakdown. You know, you you shouldn't need to have that breakdown to then go, oh, I need help. You know, if you're feeling like things are falling apart or, you know, you're becoming anxious or a little bit crazy, um, that's when you need to say, 
oh, I need some help, whether that's family, friends, a professional, you know, it's, I, I really don't believe that you need to struggle through motherhood at, at any point. Obviously it's hard and we have our hard days and we have our days where we're like, oh my God, is it bin day? Can we chuck our kids in the bin? Um, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, in all, I think, Every mother and every family unit deserves to all thrive together rather than just have every day be a huge struggle. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you, yeah, do you agree? Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's just so hard. Like I'm in that width of like with the business taking off so much, like every mm. time I step back and like I ask my parents for support so they look after kids every Wednesday and that was great and now like just the business keeps stepping up and up and it's like how much more can you keep pushing it's, yeah. it's, it's really got to have those boundaries too, but it's so hard when you're growing a business. Do you find you really struggle with that balance? Yeah, I do. And and some weeks I think I nail that balance and then other weeks I think, oh, my God, I'm having a breakdown myself. Um, yeah. And it is hard because obviously, you know, being mum is the most amazing thing in the world. But then when you do have a business, you've obviously got to put your energy your into baby. that. And, yeah, it is another baby of yours. And so you've really got to, and, and you know, some weeks I feel like I can put everything into both categories. And then some weeks I'm like, I can only give it to one. And then obviously the kids will always come first. Yeah. Um, but then in that back of your mind, you feel that guilt sitting on your shoulders. Like, you, you know, that's your business. You've got people waiting for you. You've got to respond. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. Um, and so, you know, I think you've got to let go of all of that and just do what feels right without burning yourself out and yet yeah, putting boundaries up and sticking to those boundaries, especially I found because I work from home, it's hard to create boundaries because your phone's just there and your laptop's just there. The and clinic room's just there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For you as well. Like, you know, the clinic room's just there. So it's so easy to just switch in and out of work mode and mum mode but I feel like you've really got to go okay between these hours yeah I don't this is when I'll do my work and then yeah. between these hours I'll be mum and then and and rather than kind of letting them interlock too much it's really kind of got to separate it which is hard um yeah. and like I said some weeks I feel like yeah freaking nailed it this week um and whereas other weeks I'm like yeah I'm a mess <laughs> yeah oh god um all right, Brooke, tell me, in your motherhood journey, what? tell me a moment where you have either muttered to yourself or thought to yourself, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> Every single day. For example, today I bought Indy this box of crafts. It's great. And you know how good you feel when you buy a kid something in that face? Like nothing beats that smiling face. Mm. Nothing beats that feeling of them being so freaking happy. Nothing beats seeing them happy. Well, today I bet you something beat that feeling. It was her. She wouldn't. She hasn't slept today because she wants to hold her box. So I let her hold her box of crowns and stuff. And I like literally threw off the balcony today because I was like, because we live in a two-story um, house. I was like, you need to go to sleep or you're not having your box. And she's like, I want my box. I'm like, you're not having your box. And I threw it off. I was like, that's how bad I got. I was like, at that point, I was like, breaking point. Nothing, like in the car, she needed her box. She wants to sleep with her box. I'm like, no, Indy. And I'm just like, why did I buy it for her? I was trying to do something good. Every time you do something good with kids, just backfires. I know. I know that feeling. Yeah. 
I'm like, I'm yeah. never buying her anything again. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, God, it's so hard. Because, yeah, in that moment, they're so excited. They're happy. And she then didn't even ask when... for it. I was like, well, this will be great. Let's put it on. Yeah. Let's add that to the cart. Oh, God, what was I thinking? I know, I know. It's so hard, isn't it, to find that balance of making them happy and treating them and then not treating them because then they have meltdowns because you have to take it away from them for whatever reason or... Oh, and then they just get oh. paint in the whole house and on the carpet. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. What do you feel like your life purpose is? Oh, God, that's a heavy yeah. question. <laughs> like it's nice and deep. My life purpose. Life goal, life purpose. Two completely different questions. They might mould into one. They might mould into one. Look, I don't know if I necessarily have a set in stone purpose. But my goal for sure is to live a life that is authentic, obviously, to me and, and to and to Paul and to and to my boys. And I just want to make sure that we are happy, not obviously a hundred percent of the time, because that's impossible, but for majority of the time. I want us all to be happy, healthy, thriving. I want us to have positive and amazing people around us, whether that's friends and family. Um I just always want to avoid drama and negative people or emotions and, and things like that around me. And I just, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think I have a purpose. I think I just want to live a life that's that's happy and going to fulfill my my cup personally and in motherhood and you know being a wife as well. Yeah, yeah. What Very about you? Balance, really? Yeah. Um. I feel like my life goal is to do the best by everyone and help everyone mm. as much as I can, but it's so hard to do that because you can't help everyone. No, you can't. And and that's another thing as well. You know, you've you, you got to realise that not everyone is going to gel with you. Not everyone is going to click yeah, and, you, and you can't reach everyone and you can't help everyone and that's okay. We're only human. Um, yeah, definitely. It's like you're not going to be friends with everyone you meet either. Um, and <laughs> so I certainly believe that yeah, souls... the right people come to you. Yeah, you get the yeah. best clients because you attract the clients that you get. Yeah, I love my clients. I have the best clients. They're like, uh, they end up becoming friends. <laughs> they do. They really do. Like, and especially with, with both of our works, um, you know, you become so involved with them and you're obviously you know changing their life a lot of the time as well and you're being part of a a journey and it's obviously an honor to be chosen um but yeah you really do you form a special bond with each each client and um it's really nice like I've got um a lot of my clients on Instagram and we've you know we follow each other and um I see their updates and I've you know it's so cute to see when I've worked with them when their baby was say six months old and now they're like two years old I'm like oh it's so beautiful I've been part of that journey and now they're coming to me with their second babies and oh it's the best yeah it's the best Just thing the best. when you help one someone in the family and they all end up seeing you it's so good yeah definitely definitely um do you play a sport I won't go to the gym sometimes when I'm being good. I'm actually about to go sign up to a challenge because I'm like, I need to have something that's set in stone. I just won't mm. do it. Like anything. I'm like, I'm too busy. Or yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the worst client. Oh, do you make Not excuses? for you, I won't be. But for myself, be. I'm the worst 
I don't know, not the worst naturopath, but I just struggle. Like I'm like the, oh, I forgot to take my herbs today or practice what you I preach. Exercise. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm an all or nothing girl. Mm-hmm. So I'm, like, I'm all, either all in it. So that's why I'm like, I need a challenge. I need to do all of it. Then I'll actually take everything and do everything. I can't just be like half-assed. I can meet that yeah. or it's nothing with me. Yeah. I think as mums, we do that a lot. You know, we make sure everyone else around us is thriving and happy and healthy. And then all of a sudden we get to three o'clock. It's like, I haven't drunk any water. I haven't yes. eaten. I haven't sat down. What is my life? Yeah. <laughs> I am like wilting away, basically. <laughs> um, so if you haven't drank any water today and you're listening to this, go drink some water because I need and to take your herbs water. and take your herbs and take your supplements and go get some sleep <laughs> and eat. Yes. Oh God, I'm shocking with that. It's so hard because I made so today. Woo. Oh, you're so go 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 and you know you, if you've scrapped like scrapped for time you just go oh I'll just make a sandwich and that's obviously not the greatest thing for you but yeah or toast. another subject or toast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah toast and and things like that oh gosh um beautiful well this was our first episode it was a little bit random because we obviously want our listeners to get to know us we're going to be bringing you guest appearances each week. Um, there's going to be episodes where it's just Brooke and I talking about different things, probably to do with naturopathy and sleep and motherhood and all those kind of things. Thank you for listening to our very first episode. Thank you so much, everyone. You can find us at holisticallyyou.podcast on Instagram. Um, give us a follow. Tell us what you think. And if you've got any subjects that you'd like to talk, like us to talk about, let us know because we're open, aren't we? Yeah, we're open book. <laughs> we're open book where we'd love to talk about the subjects that perhaps aren't talked about enough. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye.